Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. I'm an addict and alcoholic. This is a show for other addicts and alcoholics and also for their families and for anyone who knows us. If this is your first time listening, we have over 300 episodes in the bank. You can go back and listen to all of them. If you can't get to a meeting right now, which is completely understandable, you can go back and listen to any of our episodes. Please do. We welcome you. And if you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and like us because it makes me happy. Gives me a reason to wake up tomorrow. And now it's time for our weekly deuce. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yes, I have this broadcaster board. I know it's so lame. And that was the worst fade I think I've ever done in the history of my radio career. That was so bad. Anyway, I'm here not in studio, but, you know, virtual online with producer Shar. And this week's episodes were with Mike Collins, our sugar expert. Or he's also known as Mike Collins, the sugar-free man. And we got lots of information from him, and those were some really good episodes. I mean, I have been thinking about my sugar intake so much since then, even to the point where he sends out emails, you know, um, every day, maybe a few times a week, whatever. Right. So I got one that was like talking about how he wanted to eat nut butter, and he had to stop himself because almonds have fructose, or fructose, as he says. Evidently, I've been pronouncing that word wrong my entire life, but that's okay. I so evidently, I, I, have, I had no idea. But so evidently, almonds have that, and now I actually question myself when I'm like, oh, it's midnight. I can eat almonds. Like, I've seriously been questioning myself about that and about my, like, desire to just eat some Swedish fish and Sour Patch Kids at night. Isn't, but isn't, aren't almonds supposed to be good for you? I thought. You no, know, they're a good fat. I know that for sure. They're a good fat. Like if you've got almonds versus bacon, you're going to go with almonds for the good fat. But I think there is some kind of sugar in almonds or something. Almost like it might be if you're an alcoholic and near beer would trigger you to drink. Right. That's like, or, I, like I guess if you're like a diabetic and you're not supposed to have a ton of orange juice because there's all that sugar in orange juice. Exactly. Yeah. So, you, so it's like you can't really eat an orange. Not even orange juice, but that, that's because that's what Mike Collins said was, and that's why we have not bought orange juice in this house, was he says your body does not know the difference between orange juice and a can of Coke. Hmm. So it's like, you know, when we tell ourselves, oh, I'm going to be some, I'm going to do something healthy. I'm going to have apple juice or orange juice. It's like, yeah, you might as well eat some sweet tarts. Hmm. I mean, he's got, it's like, and it's great knowledge and it's really good. It's just something, I feel like it's something that I'm going to strive for for when I have, like, I'm going to say maybe six or seven years sober, because that's when people tend to fall off, is I'm going to get my sugar intake and my health underway then. I'm not going to push myself right now, because it's hard enough during COVID with four and a half years sober. <laughs> I to not fucking drink and slam heroin in my eyeball. Thank you very much. No, no, no. I've, 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 I've seen here. you. Yeah, I've seen I've seen and had conversations with you for the last three months. There's yeah, no way you should be trying it. anything new. Thank you so much. For my mom's like, when are you going to quit vaping? I'm like, when you pry it from my full fucking guava scented hands, that's when I'll quit. <laughs> like, Dana, I think you should be trying to give up 
sweets right now. Yeah. How about, you know, you start doing yoga, quit drinking coffee. Like, no, I mean, I've done enough. I do eat pretty healthy. You know, I do a lot of green juice and stuff like that. And I do a lot of protein and I literally, I don't eat bags of cookies anymore. You know, we can't go to the movies anymore. So you have not seen me with a big giant bag of Twizzlers in a long time. I have not. That is true. I, I mean, I almost appreciate COVID for that because it is, it's cut off my sugar intake and yeah. So, but I, I feel like, you know, in the next year, year and a half, I'm going to completely work on that and get everything dialed in to where my diet, my recovery, everything is kind of all on the same page, but I'm not pushing myself right now, especially not during COVID. Uh, what's funny is I didn't, I wasn't part of the conversation that you and Mike had. I was just kind of the, I was as usual, the fly in the wall. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, um, uh, one of the things I did want to kind of like raise my hand and, uh, raised my hand and share was the very first time i don't know if you remember this i i remember you saw me after we hadn't seen each other and i had first quit smoking and you opened my purse and it was completely filled with jolly ranchers and vaping materials is that what you're talking about yes but my 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 memory my memory was my memory was would you like some candy and you open up your purse and like it's it looked like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory it popped out and then I was just like damn why do you have so much candy and you're like oh by the way did I tell you I quit smoking <laughs> I know like earlier like I quit smoking actually before I was fully sober which might have helped actually now that I think about it I'm actually glad I did that um because you know I, I still had some chemicals to to make quits quitting smoking a little bit easier on me <laughs> but yeah sugar was like a big deal for me and it's like you know as you'll hear and and this was a three-part series if you want to go back and listen to them that we had with mike collins where we talk about sugar and its effects and all that stuff and all the things that happen with your body and you should definitely go back and start listening from episode one so those are the episodes with Mike Collins. If you miss those, please go back and check them out. I, but yeah, I, we talked about that. We talked about the sugar thing, and it's like in our in our AA literature, it even says you're having cravings, eat some sugar. It's tried and true, but it's also not a good fix for a long term thing because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, in your first thirty days, fuck yeah, do what you can to stay sober, but after that. Your body's going to shut down if you're eating like that. You know, you're going to get diabetes, as Wilford Brimley said. The diabetes. Um, so, yeah, no. So what I liked about this conversation, too, was that um, you guys, and I might have mentioned this before in, in, in other recaps or previous stuff, but it's like you guys gelled on a, like a really good level because you yeah what to you it's like he I think he was I think you guys were kind of equally impressed on the knowledge that you guys were kind of challenging each other with right you know yeah i mean it's like i had some i mean i had some of the same because of the treatment center i was in and and they made us get off sugar and caffeine and everything so it's like yeah that's that's why (laughs) so that's why (laughs) sorry i've got zippy be on screen because she's literally tapping my arm right now it's so weird zippy do you need to be part of this radio rehab episode oh i know what she wants to tell everybody her brother was like his favorite toy in the house was a Jolly Rancher because I used to eat so many Jolly Ranchers that Pink, I mean, when we moved out, there was like thousands of Jolly Ranchers under everything. That was his favorite thing. I would eat one and then flick one at him, wrapped, of course, not unwrapped, and he would just chase it all over the house. So 
I think that's what Zippy wanted to say. I'm trying to read my cat's mind because she's obviously trying to get on air right now. No, but yeah, but so I was in that treatment center. Back to what we were saying. Uh, I was in that treatment center in San Diego, and yeah, they they told us about how cocaine has the same pleasure centers in your brain. I mean, sugar hits the same pleasure centers in your brain as cocaine, and but, uh, so does caffeine. Yeah, he. Well, it's like um, I, I I'm guessing. And I don't know if we had this conversation on or off the air is like, I'm guessing that a lot of the questions that he comes across when he talks to people are like people that have no idea, you know? Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you actually, he was, I just feel like he was just like, oh, okay, you kind of know a little bit enough about this that you guys can kind of hold this, this conversation. And yeah, like, I totally get where he's coming from and I love his point. Right, and it so it was like it was. I'm all about what he's talking about. So, but it was it was a really interesting conversation, and it was just like we hadn't done anything like it before. You know, we hadn't had conversations like this where you guys talk about something so different. You know. Yeah, and it's important. It's important to have conversations like these because it does have to do with recovery. Because you know, a lot of it is, does has to do with detoxing and like how we treat our bodies and what leads us back to the bottle or or you know the bag or the balloon or you know whatever you're doing as a drug <laughs> i mean all of it all of it all of it is kind of entwined so but yeah it was it was really great to talk to him like i i thought that was a really great up or uh, a really great series i guess that's what we call it now because it's binge worthy so or bingeable so it's three episodes yeah it has been i, I hope everybody is liking if you like the binge the binge format please let us know yeah, hey, that's yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Let us know. Like, we're trying out different formats. Like, we're trying to get people to listen, and we're trying to engage people. And if you like it the way we're doing it, because the way I like I post it on Facebook is I'll post the episode, and then in the comments I post the other two episodes, so you can binge listen to the whole series at your leisure. And right. I feel like that's a great idea. That's kind of how I would like to hear things. But I would also like to hear from you guys. Like, is that how you guys want to hear things or what? Let us know. You know, on social, it's, um, well, we're at Radio Rehab with Dana Keys on Facebook. Is that right? What's that? Are we at Radio <laughs> Rehab with Dana Keys yes. on Facebook? She's, yes, we're, yes. We're, I'm looking right at you. You're looking right at me. And you're like, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. We're Radio Rehab with Dana Keys on Facebook. And then uh, at Radio Rehab Dana on Instagram and Radio Rehab at GoToProductions, that's G-O-T-O Productions.com is where you email us. But yeah, please let us know like how you're liking this format. Because, you know, we're just trying to make you happy. So, um, well, down to. and next week we got a really good episode too. Uh, what's up next week, Andy? Andy. Yes, Andy. Yeah. Lady? We'll put a little bit of a, we'll, yeah, but we won't go too deep into it. But basically, I heard Andy's share at your last birthday meeting. That's when I got my four year chip, right? Right. I only go to, I, I've only been to three. You're going to be, you're four years. Three-year or four-year chip? That was your four. It was your last one. It was okay. So yeah, Andy spoke when I got my four-year chip. Yeah, and it's so funny because you're a normie, and it's like, yeah, producer Shar was so like connected to her for some reason. We got to get her on the show. I'm like, that's so interesting that you just chose to connect well, to her. But see, she's great. I mean, I get it. I love her. She's fabulous. I've only been okay. I missed your first-year chip because it was at my actual birthday, and then I've been to year chip three two, three, and four. So I've heard, right. I've only been to three AA meetings in my whole life. 
<laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and they'll slur me to you're welcome. your chips. And of all the of all the of all the shares of all the speakers, she was just like one that like not that the others were bad. They were very interesting. It was just that Andy's story, I was just like, oh, that's a story, man. You know, like yeah, she's a good storyteller. Right. And I, I I guess that's what it is. And I always thought and we always talk about, you know, it's kind of hard to reach out to, you know, your people in your community because it's supposed to be anonymous, right? Right. Yeah. It's a a not a tell everybody. Right. <laughs> and so it's like you're always, but I and I always go, oh, if there's somebody like every time I come across somebody that might be a potential guest, I'll look at you and I'll be like, oh, I'd love to have that person on, and you'll you'll usually give me the like, yeah, thumbs up or eh, half or no, that's never gonna right. happen. I mean, sometimes it's people with like 40 years and they're like, no, we should not be broadcasted. And it's like, yes, I know those traditions were written in 1935. I get it. But it's a new world and everybody's broadcasting it. And how can we help people? I kind of feel like like our, our responsibility message at AA is like whenever anybody reaches out for the hand of AA, I want my help to always be there. I, didn't, I did not quote that right because I'm the worst quoter of the big book on the planet. And the worst paraphraser. But it's something like that. It's like whenever anybody reaches out for help, I want the hand of AA to always be there. And now we have all of these tools to reach out to people. And that's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're not, we're not making money off this. We're not getting famous off this. Like we're, we're really trying to spread the message and that's all it's about. But yeah, there's a, there's a few old timers I'd love to have on the show that I know goddamn well will never be on it because I, they can't even do Zoom meetings. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like they haven't been to meetings in four months. I'm sure that's fine because they've got four thousand years sober, but they haven't even been to a meeting because they refuse to like accept Zoom into their lives. Interesting. You know, I mean, you gotta you gotta change. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to go outside and you want to breathe without wearing a mask. Tough shit. <laughs> COVID <laughs> happened. Put a fucking mask on. Nice <laughs> setting. But. Yeah. But yeah, so so I'm I'm looking forward to Andy. I, I listened to the story, and she had a really good show. And we got a couple more in the, uh, got a couple more scheduled for uh for you. You're, yeah. Oh, we got a bunch, and then we have another interview that we're doing um with Beck, who I've only virtually met, but I'm super excited about these episodes. Like this guy, I've been following him, but not in like in a stalky way, (laughs) but I've been following him on Facebook. I don't know how we became friends on Facebook, but we did. And all of his posts are just like, they just hit my heart. Like he's just, he's really, he's clearly got a humongous heart and he's, and I think I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he works with adolescents in treatment. So I can't wait to have him on the show. And we're going to record that when I get back from doing what? My first intervention. I yeah, so we haven't really talked about that. I'm yeah. going to uh, Southern California to do my first intervention this week. And um, I'm scared. But, you know, it's, it's with Vicky. Vicky, who you've heard on the show uh, with Equanimity Interventions. And she's great. And I know I'm, I'm in the best of hands. But I'm scared. And hopefully, and, and you know, when we are, when, during that 10-hour car ride, Vicky and I will decide what I can talk about on Radio Rehab. And oh, really? okay, obviously, good. I will try to get as much. Well- I'll try to get as much rope as I can to hang myself with because I, I want to be able to share the story. Obviously, I would never talk about the person or who the person is, but I want to be able to talk about my first intervention because I want to be able to do more of these in the future. 
Yeah, no, I like I have so many questions, obviously, but I can't, I can't I, wait to answer all of them when I get uh, back. <laughs> but I can't. I we had talked about it actually off the air, or I'm like, I don't know what to ask you because I don't know what I can ask you. And I you you're like the bear. He's asking me all these questions, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, that's I, if you wanted a conversation of uh, if you wanted a screenshot of what our conversation like was before we turned the mics on, it was actually that. It was just like I don't know. I don't know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I maybe yes. Okay. Yeah. Just hopefully I don't die. That's that's all I really care about. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Can you hear that? Yes, it's loud as shit. That's fucking Vicky. Should we answer it? Okay. Hi, Vicky. You're live on Radio Rehab right now. I'm not even kidding. Can you hear me, Vicky? Can you hear me now? I can totally hear you. You are on Radio Rehab live with me and Charlene right now. Hi. Hi, my name's Vicky. I'm a long-time listener. <laughs> First time caller, long-time listener. You're a friend listener. of the show. You're a friend of the show, huh? dude. You're a friend of the show. You're not just a listener. Yeah, whatever. 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 So I was telling Charlene about my top secret intervention that I can't say anything about. We're just talking about it. And yeah, that's it. You yeah. do my first so intervention. Was, I'm excited. And I was calling to tell you that... Um, if mornings suck for you really bad, you can always come out here tonight if you wanted to. That's what I was going to tell you. Wait, what? If you hate mornings, you could always come out here tonight if you wanted to, is what I was going to tell you. Oh, I, I see what a, you're I saying. Yes, 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 I'm not even prepped. And, and you know I hate to leave my okay. cat. Okay, but thank you for joining I us, and let me call you back, and I love you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Goodbye. We got nothing out of that. We got like nothing. literally nothing just happened for us. Nothing. <laughs> she's still there. I thought she was, she, no, I, I, uh, but it's like, and I know it's not awkward. It's like the person's all, no, I was hoping she's going to say stuff, but she's clearly, I mean, she runs her own intervention business and she's busy AF as the kids say. So yeah, that's all we got. But the thing is she's worried about me because I have to be awake early in the morning to go meet her. And I think she's scared that I'm not going to show up. So she's like, you want to just drive here at midnight? And hey, I, night? I'm like, I can speak from experience. That's, uh, no, that's a very valid concern. Experiences of me not waking up early, but I'm, I am going to wake up early tomorrow. And I'm, I'm really not looking forward to it. But I'm not, I'm not looking forward to waking up early. But I am looking forward to the experience. I'm bringing – it's so funny because Vicky always calls me her, her eight-year-old because she was like, oh, I'm bringing, you know, chips and whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm bringing Mad Libs. And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be playing Mad Libs. But I'm also gonna, going to be studying a human being to do an intervention upon them so that I can know them well enough to help them when I get there. And that's something I've never done, but it's something I'm all about because you know me and CSI and shit. I am all about this. Do, doing the recon, I, I know. Do recon and help some, and actually do recon that helps a human being. Oh my God, I have never been so stoked in my life. Not just for our, not for just our knowledge benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not just for knowledge of our future work relationships. <laughs> you know, yeah. What, uh, who cares even? Of course they're listening. They're using the show on their platforms, but we won't go there. Well, that company is now. You know exactly. Oh. What I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can't get anything out of that, but hey. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, here I go tomorrow. Here I go again on my own. 
going down the only road I've ever known. Like you're like a drifter. I was born to walk alone. I'm waiting for you to realize that I'm not saying actual things and I'm just quoting White Snake and you have I, literally no expression on your face. I, because I, because you have an actual poker face because you play poker. Yeah, I, I cannot read you. You're just like, uh huh. You kept going and I was just like, good. Oh, I'll keep going until I turn into David Coverdale. But, uh, <laughs> and uh, what's your name? Tawny. Tawny Katane. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sexiest hair on the planet till this day. From uh, from bachelor party, you and I in our eighties. I think that's yeah, that's what bonds us. <laughs> Is that all? No one else would have been even part of that conversation. They'd be like, "What? That's all. That's it. Uh huh. That's it. All done." Fucking eighties. Zap Scott Bayo. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that was on a little while ago. That no. Was- yeah, I have to watch it again. I think it's on Hulu, not Hulu, Amazon Prime. I have to watch it again because I. Feel I like just want everybody to get um, HBO Max and watch Perry Mason because it is the best shit I've ever seen in my life. It is so good. Robert Downey Jr. and his wife Susan Downey, uh, I think, are the executive producers, and it is amaze balls. It is a new so Perry great. Mason. Yeah, brand new. Matthew Rees. You love Matthew Rees. I would love him for real if he didn't have that, like, British accent in real life or whatever. Australian? British? British. He's British. Right, yeah. I like him with his American accent. Like, he's, I think he's cute. I like him. But, yeah, he's Perry Mason. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they it's redid it. Show. Oh, and now you can watch, like, you can binge five episodes now. You're going to love it. It's so good. So good. Dude, the, the remakes. 1940s Los Angeles. Apparently, the remakes are getting better, huh? Like, uh, you know what? Yeah, except I know somebody just texted me that there was a remake coming up of Fletch, and I will literally uh, shred my asshole with a cheese grater before I watch that. <laughs> literally. Like, that is my all time favorite movie, and I'm, I'm appalled that they're redoing it, especially with John Hamm and his soccer player looking ass. Have you? Oh, and they're doing a musical on Lost Boys. Oh, like, God. I'm just offended. I'm offended by the world right now. Have you uh, watched any of the uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix yet? Uh, you mean, did I just finish those last night? Hell yeah, I did. You know, and here's a funny story. So the second to last episode is about a UFO, and I That's- felt completely robbed. So I'm watching that, and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, no! And the- by the way, our windows are wide open. Fuck this! Show me the cadaver! I don't want to hear about a bright light. You show me the dead body! At which point we heard little children playing on the balcony beneath us. And there was a little kids party happening. And I was yelling those words. Fuck this. Show me the cadaver. I want to see the dead body. Of course you are. I'm a bad person. I mean, but, 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 you know, no, I'm actually a murder porn expert. So don't show me some UFO shit. I want proof. All the other unsolved mysteries in this, there was even the one on Alonzo Brooks, which is kind of a BLM thing happening right now because they never were able to like get to the bottom of what happened to this, which was obviously a race crime. And they, but I got to see all the behind the scenes stuff, and now I know everything about the case. And like I totally want to like fly to Kansas and solve it. <laughs> so I think I'm good for doing interventions. I think I think this is my this is my scene. That's all you need. I just need to solve stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm bored. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Okay. So we'll be back next week with Andy. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You like how I'm just so abrupt? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, pussies. I'm just trying to say we're done oh with the deuce and we're going to be back next week with Andy. I just yelled at kids downstairs, watch terrible television or good television. Now, we'll be back next week. Later, bitches. <laughs> and that was producer Char's fantastic impersonation of me. Oh, by the way, it actually was good. <laughs> Sorry, I had to use that again. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's not the right one. What's the? Oh, oh there. No, it actually, but that actually was good because that's how I did it. And I love that we actually use sound effects for the first time on the show because I'm not a roadcaster. Okay. All right, are we signing off? We are signing off. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Yeah, keep coming back. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to be on the show or you know anyone who should be on the show, please contact us. The email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can also call or text 415-496-9511, even when we're not in studio. And on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana, D-A-Y-N-A. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.